Well, hello again and welcome. Welcome back to another uh, another expert show. And throughout the wellness program, we've been uh, bringing you lots of different ideas, lots of different concepts from the worlds of science, from the worlds of technology, from uh, from uh, uh, and from ancient wisdom. And I think the premise that underlines everything is that when these the, these different uh, worlds get together then magic really happens and today our focus our spotlight is on technology and to uh, to take us through some of the really uh, cool smart wearables and some of the, the the new technologies that are out in the uh, in the marketplace or uh, are, are, are coming out at some point in the near future i'm delighted to welcome my uh, my friend my colleague uh, anuraj gambia who is a um, you know how would you describe it feels like you've done so many things but uh, uh, probably a, a technology evangelist would be a good way to kind of bring it all to, together. But Anuraj, thank you for spending time in your busy schedule with us today. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Lawrence. Cool. Great to be here with you. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you. So um, how would you describe what you do to, um, uh, to other people? Sure. So, you know, basically, um, uh, we have many different hats. You know, I've been mentoring a lot of startups in the technology exponential technology space, focusing very much on hardware with uh, mobile devices and looking at wearable technologies and uh, really looking at the future of smart cities from a more holistic view and focusing around health and wellness is one of the key verticals. Um, you know, I've been teaching uh, innovation and um, strategy and entrepreneurship at a few business schools. And then I consult in that same similar space on future roadmap of innovation and strategy and vision for various companies. That's amazing. So, so many, so many things. And so today I'm going to hand over to you now because I know you've prepared some slides for us. And then once you've taken people through um, some of those, um, some of those slides, and we'll come back and we'll have a bit of a, a bit of a conversation. All right. Sure. So I will, yep. uh, I will leave, uh, I will leave it with you and uh, I'll see you soon. Thanks. Sure. So I'll just start sharing here. And uh, so, yeah, basically, what I'll be talking about is some of the key trends and go through some of the key devices that we have in the wearable tech space. And uh, so the, the kind of big um, you know, landscape that we have in the wearable tech area is so wide uh, you know, that we can cover domains like safety and security, medical, wellness, sports and fitness, lifestyle, uh, communications and glamour. Um, it's really you know, up for grabs, which vertical do you want to focus on? But I think we just um, what we're focusing much more here is on the health and wellness space, but it certainly does overlap with medical and sports and fitness, but then other aspects also do come in. So it's really a convergence and a fusion that we're witnessing here in um, the future of mobile devices, as we see um, have evolved. And this is some of the historical variables that I've worked in. This is over 15 years ago when I was at Siemens uh, mobile devices um, in back in Germany. And we launched this uh, range called the Accelerate, which was the fashion phones of the future. And we had autumn collections and spring collections and so forth. And, um, you know, powder box phones for ladies and uh, wearable necklace phones and Star Trek phones. And so great inspiration. It was a bit ahead of its time. So it did um, go through a few progressions and then merged into sort of mainstream devices. But even um, way back then, in 2004, we'd actually sponsored as Siemens the uh, fashion show. Um, uh, you know, which was uh, kind of the cool and connected show, we called it. And it was really the fashion and utility value and functionality and fashion sort of going hand in hand. And we sort of resurrected that phenomena uh, later. 
But we, what we've really seen is in healthcare, for example, there's a big big shift happening from diagnostic to preventative and onto what we call self-care. And that's kind of where the, the premises of this movement that we call where to able. And uh, that's the, the real intersection of technology and humanity that we see that um, is going to really converge and get into a lot more meaningful spaces. So that's actually one of the recent variable tech fashion shows or parade that I did in Costa Rica. I've done one previously, the first one actually in uh, Australia 2019 summit and uh, you know I'll be going through some of those variables that we actually showcased there in that um, in that parade <clears throat> so we've really seen you know the evolution from wristbound variables to hearables to disappearables and there's a whole range of uh, uh, you know technologies and devices out there which are sort of merging with, with us and, and enabling us and augmenting us really from intelligence to um, a whole range of other areas We've seen variables in the aged care space. So that's one of the companies I helped called MK Watch. I'm actually holding that, uh, that watch here right now, which has got a red button on it, which is the SOS button. It's got fall detection on it. So it's got uh, geotagging, geofencing, and you could sort of uh, you know, address elderly people or aged care people with Alzheimer's and dementia as they wander off. And a version of that has also been um, realized through something called the Smart Soul, which I'm holding up here. And that's got a SIM card integrated in it again with GPS tracking and a similar functionality to really enable people and a lot more discreet, which you put in the in sort of hidden in your shoe so that you could, um, you know, uh, enable, uh, you know, safety for elderly people. So really giving independence for them um, and, uh, you know, for, for, the, for the wearer and peace of mind to the carer. So, uh, and then we've seen some interesting variables evolve. And these are some uh, you know, early reference designs and prototypes from a company called Neurosky, the Lifebeat product, which I'm holding right here, which uh, again, closes the loop through a circuit. And that evolved into something called the um, Medical Center, which has been pretty much kind of, you can say, inspired from the Star Trek um, you know, uh, tricorder. And uh, this device, the Medical Center that I'm holding, and I'm just switching it on right now. Um, is actually doing blood pressure, blood glucose, body fat, body temperature, oxygen saturation, and heart rate variability all in one device. So a very versatile device, and that sort of has evolved further into um, more manifestations, and it's actually been become even a risk-one variable. And the more recent one is really the um, is the Life Band, which is this smart watch um, that I'll also uh, demonstrate maybe a little later after my presentation or go through some demos and hands-on <laughs> some of this tech. And another version of that actually was also one using cups. So this is what I'm holding up here using real blood pressure cups, which is uh, similar to the uh, you know, medical center for the health center really with um, all those different parameters that can be measured. And then we've also seen uh, in the last year, uh, you know, a pivoting and a focus on um, variables around COVID. So Neurosky launched this uh, specific device basically for um, you know, measuring COVID-19. So you can actually look at resting heart rate as a, as a much more deeper indicator rather than temperature, which is a lagging indicator and look at pre-symptomatic sort of folks in, um, who could be uh, vulnerable to COVID. Um, so we're really looking at a you know, early well, temperature measurement, but SpO2, your oxygenation in the blood, and your heart rate variability, again, to look at that early detection. 
of sickness. So um, that's a little bit more information on that device. And it's using a, using a PPG sensor in there at the back, just like we have on our watches, like the Apple Watch that I'm wearing right now. So um, uh, we've seen, uh, you know, the quantification obviously of uh, uh, through variables has been becoming a lot more meaningful. And with that movement, I talked about where to able, you know, we've seen examples like this one from India, which is called Goki, uh, which I'm holding right here. This device is a very low cost, um, you know, wrist-worn variable, which uh, measures heart rate and even does blood pressure in the new version. And what they what the unique element is that they've got is the ecosystem <clears throat> of real doctors, of nutritionists, of experts, and people at your pretty much at your fingertips through the paired app, where you can monitor what you've eaten, um, your fitness sort of regime, and also all that being sort of discussed with a real fitness coach or a doctor on the other end, who's going to monitor very closely your improvement and as you sort of go through this stage. And then there's karma points. And so Goki's done very well in India and uh, growing globally in this space. Um, so hearables becoming disappearables. And I think we've seen this sort of movement happen with uh, a company called BioConnected, which is using in-ear training. And that's another startup which I was uh, previously mentoring um, where uh, these are smart earphones that I'm holding here. And uh, they've got a, a balance and sensor in them, which is a very credible medical grade sensor for measuring heart rate variability in your ear. And uh, so BioConnected is basically helping you with, um, uh, you know, that's it's kind of a holistic solution with your fitness and your overall sports oriented. So it's designed by a sports scientist and a very much an Australian grown solution, which is um, helping you around monitoring different performances of sports and using AI with voice um, input to enhance you to uh, improve and motivate you as you're doing certain sports. Like I've been using it while cycling. Um, I wore it for a, like a 55 kilometer ride I did on the M7 the other time and actually monitored my different levels of elevations and heart rates. And um, you know, as I was sort of going through different terrains, being able to help it guide me, giving me real time indication in my ear of how my vitals and performances, and but also motivating me. So quite interesting. Sort of connection of body mind there. Um, the next one I've got here is called PIP, which is from Ireland. And this device measures your galvanic skin response or what's called electrodermal activity, which is really a perspiration. And what, he, what this does is really helping you with um, uh, monitoring your stress levels using that uh, parameter. And it's gamified through a paid app where you can sort of go through a meditation and um, you know, reduce your stress that. Then we've got other variables like, um, you know, I-10s, which is pain relief. And this is one like I'm holding here, which you just stick onto various parts of your body uh, where you would like to use the I-10s therapy. Again, this is a FDA approved device paired through your phone with the very detailed sort of uh, programs for uh, different parts of your body, like lower back and so forth, being able to do different routines. And then you've got a different versions of the patches that you could put on your body too. And a very popular one that has been around in, uh, for uh, the last couple of years called the Aura Ring, which has proven quite effective also during COVID for um, you know, different measurements and looking at your activity scores, your readiness scores. Um, and it really does help quite a bit with um, a deeper understanding of even sleep, for example, and um, 
you know, it's more the analytics that really it comes in with um, a very credible sort of uh, scoring of how your performance is in, in a more holistic sense. Then we've got a really cool product called the AO, which is um, using blue light therapy. It's using a 470 nanometer blue light, which is guiding you to, um, you know, help you with um, reducing, say, stress, boosting your energy, helping you sleep better. And, uh, and this device is, uh, find my device right here. Yeah. So I just put it over my eyes, like you can see here, see the blue light flashing. And so I've got like a 15 minute or a 20 minute or so program that I could I could set up, which will give me, um, uh, you know, and it's got a quick little video as you can see here play um, of what it's really enabling with the blue light um, therapy um, to help reduce my stress and or, you know, different programs to even boost my energy or with, uh, monitoring sleep, you know, really connecting you to your biorhythms and your natural circadian uh, body clock. The next one I'm just talking about here is called the Spiel by Consumer Physics. And this is, uh, I'll probably give a demo of this one at the end, which is using a near infrared technology. And uh, this is like an electron microscope, you know, democratized on your palm for say 1200 US dollars. And it actually gives me a spectral fingerprint of uh, the, the freshness of a food, for example, or fruit or cheese. And it gives me details like calories and fat content and uh, you know, and so forth. And so I can, I, I might demo that with an apple or a banana a bit later. <laughs> and uh, you can also recognize pills. They've got a kind of a database where you can recognize paracetamols and, and different pills. So a very promising device to look at your nutrition intake and your food levels. So what we're really seeing is this, you know, evolution happened. And like I talked about the movement of where to able is very much as we move from uh, into that self-help health space from descriptive to diagnostic to predictive and then eventually prescriptive analytics so we really want to be ahead of the game in terms of looking using that big data that's been collected from various variables from head to toe that we're wearing and it's those big data that needs to lead to big actions and and the big insights to really big actions that we can take subsequently otherwise it, uh, it doesn't uh, you know help uh, at all in terms of the impact that we're trying to generate from it then we've got something else interesting coming up, which is called VitalCop um, from Dubai and India and, um, and America that I'm uh, waiting for some units to come through uh, as samples, which is also looking at COVID analytics to a whole new level with respiration, skin temperature, looking at a barometer, heart rate variability, posture. So multiple things which are going to be provided in this um, device, which is just the size of a small coin that is like a patch you put on your close to your heart. Um, on the right here, what I'm just showing here is examples of something for Samsung had launched called the Simband as a, a reference design prototype, which was you had 13 different sensors on it on the wrist, which is real estate of the smart device. Uh, you know, has been unused by many, but they really put a good use to it with um, uh, you know integrating some of these sensors in there, mobile feedback. So the next one I've got here is um, a Nadi. Uh, yoga tights and uh, and these are really kind of fashionable smart yoga tights which are helping you with your um, yoga posture giving you feedback in terms of your performance of yoga and you see in the, in the sort of video here of how it sort of simplifies and with a paired app giving you um, you know direct indication of 
improving uh, aspects of your um, you know yoga uh, exercises that you try to uh, do and it's woven very much in a smart textile fabric which um, you know really does enable a very simple ease of use and uh, connectivity taking that to the next level is something with the full body haptics and that's tesla suit where we really talk about it being master reality and we uh, you know were the first to sort of bring them into australia in 2019 for um, showcasing the tesla suit at the summit and uh, it's really a full body haptic suit it's doing motion capture it's got full climate control on it so you can have heat and cold sensations it's called biometrics and they've actually been um, you know here's a quick video showcasing some of the capabilities of the tesla suit and it's uh, a very versatile smart fabric on your full body that you're pretty much wearing from uh, uh, you know as giving you environment to do training and simulation for different environments so for imagine for firefighters in australia where we can fast track their learning um, by giving them the simulation and in virtual reality we're able to encode the environment and uh, take them through that um, you know a much faster uh, learning curve so it's really about impacting neuroplasticity and um, you know bringing that deeper empathy of the real world environment um, through virtual reality which it enables and then of course with the full body haptics and senses uh, sensoric perception it's a very powerful device last year in um, ces where i was at the launch of their uh, event for the tesla suit glove which is another great uh, device that was launched and uh, we've seen a full biometric and a wellness focus that tesla suit is working on looking at stress analysis pulse and heart rates and spo2 uh, oxygen saturation and so forth and it's really um, you know taking that entire full body sort of environment to a new level i thought i'll mention something else which is not so much of a wearable in that form but it's actually a smart mobile device but it's moving into a space where integrating variables and as we're moving into the future of uh, human-centric smart cities and looking at this was the launch of a, a smart vehicle a concept vehicle called avatar um, with uh, the avatar series with james cameron and uh, you know very fortunate to be there at the launch of this with uh, was um, at this event in uh, ces last year which is integrating uh, you know the biophilic design really nature and looking at sensors in the cut in the vehicle which is sensing the environment so deeply and looking at the analysis of your full body, mind, spirit, and being able to provide a customized UI, full flexible user interface, and taking you to a whole new level with vegan materials that it's made of for the um, interior, and then giving you adaptable human-centric UI, um, you know, taking it really to a new level. This was actually the video I shot of it as it was being launched and announced to the world at the VIP media launch event. So autonomous this is the future of autonomous vehicles, and we're really seeing wellness being a very key integration element for uh, how people will be able to fulfill activities and uh, you know enjoy an autonomous future uh, of driverless cars. We see. So the future's really been here; uh, it's not very evenly distributed. <laughs> and uh, here's an example of um, a company that I'd mentioned called Relax VR, which is in virtual reality. We've been looking at you know, quick five, 10, 15 minute digital detoxes with beautiful multimedia and music and uh, voiceover meditation to guide you with um, 
a very simple relaxation sort of technique and take you to that new level. We've seen VR evolve into mixed reality and XR, extended reality with uh, Microsoft HoloLens, you know, really combining AR and VR and giving you a whole new world of perception of, uh, you know, capability, enhancing, you know, uh, augmenting your intelligence to a whole new level, being able to visualize environments and put you in simulated uh, sorts. So we're really seeing great applications of uh, mixed reality and then moving into, into healthcare and then very much in the sort of wellness, uh, well tech space. And then we really seen the storytelling move into that new dimension as we moving into holography. And, uh, you know, the storytelling has really done a, a kind of a 360 with technology, humanity and arts and higher spatial connection and decision making. And as we move into this sort of space of mobile holograms and uh, we've really done a lot more deeper connect back to from man to man, you know. Um, we had uh, Professor Stephen Hawking actually as a hologram, uh, so real in um, the Opera House just five years ago. So it's a lot more about getting back to connection with people, with real people, rather than being so much involved with technology. And I think that's where we really see that storytelling moving into that new phase with, uh, with this space. Now, I wanted to uh, sort of move quickly talk about uh, the, a very major part of wearable tech, which is neurotech. And this is using uh, mind sensors or brainwave sensors, the brain computer interface called using measuring something called EEG or electroencephalography. And that's, uh, there've been some pioneering companies like Neurosky and Mindplay, which have got some really good tools in that space. And the manifestation of their uh, product or their uh, uh, enabling chip has been in products like the uh, Sleep Shepherd. And Sleep Shepherd is a smart, uh, which I'm holding right here is, is basically smart fabric with the integrated speakers on it. And the sensor being right here, which goes on your forehead, measuring your brain waves and giving you a detailed sleep score and with, through a sleep lab with uh, a wake stage, restless, REM stage and so forth. And it's actually got a smart alarm which wakes into your uh, you know, your natural body clock rather than your chronological clock. So really seeing, uh, you know, devices like this being a lot more meaningful and sleep is a very critical part, as we know, for creativity and intelligence. And, uh, you know, it's part of a holistic wellness. It's gained a lot of importance. And um, yeah, so we're really seeing um, this aspect of how do you enhance sleep by, by measuring it and quantifying the right facets of it so that you can target it and then alleviate uh, you know, aspects there. Another great EEG tool has been um, very popular in the market called Muse uh, by Hexcon from Canada. And what they've recently launched last year was the Muse S-Band, which has been a very versatile product. And we're holding that right here with the quad-channel EEG sensor. And it's got well over 300 you know, curated meditations and routines that you could, you could sort of try out in there. So again, measuring heart rate and other, other various things. We can probably do a quick demo of that later. Another tool in the EEG space, which is uh, measuring fatigue, driver fatigue more specifically for life um, by SmartCap. This is actually a Queensland-based Aussie company, which has um, you know, been able to give a simple score if you want to take a particular, say, a driver off the road, uh, you know, who's in an enterprise, who's been driving for quite a while and going through fatigue. And uh, so, yeah, quite an interesting tool being used in that sort of space in transportation and 
enterprise, but so many other applications there. This was a quick video on the uh, smart cap device. So it's helping you with um, looking at tracking your fatigue over time. Um, there are obviously other ways also looking at REM and other means to look at your eye, you know, tracking and so forth in a vehicle. But uh, with brain waves, it's a very, very, uh, you know, precise indicator of looking at um, as you're moving into that delta stage, which is, a, or deep delta, which is deep sleep really. Um, so before that happens, uh, you're able to sort of take the people off the road maybe for safety. Other great uh, devices in EEG have been Emotive, and this is an Australian company, which have got so many different products like Emotive Epoch Plus, very detailed uh, multi-channel EEG solutions. And they launched recently something called the Emanate, which is, um, again, using heart rate variability measurements all, and EEG combined. So we're really talk, talking about tapping into that innovation stage with um, measuring EEG and alpha stage where you really look at creativity is thriving a lot more. It's something which I was involved with a while ago to tinker with and set up something called the iZone or the Innovation Thinking Lab using EEG. Um, we've seen tools like um, Effective Learner, which is using NeuroSky's MindWave mobile device, uh, this one here. There's a single channel EEG that you can actually look at attention spans and uh, focus of uh, students. And then using techniques like the Pomodoro method to help enable them be a lot more effective by giving them the right breaks every uh, at the right frequency. So yeah, you can actually have a, a, a targeted version where you can monitor a dashboard by the, um, uh, you know, in, in the, by a teacher, then you've got the actual tool being worn by the student. And there's a, a very deep analysis of how they're, uh, you know, how well they're retaining something and learning, their learning behavior. It's really about building that mind of the future. Um, so moving into this new space of transcranial brain stimulation, there have been some really you know, major breakthroughs in that space. So this is where we send a low current through your body. Uh, one of the startups I mentored called Numbray, called NCAP Neuroscience, and the Remarkable Accelerator for Disability Tech. We're really looking at motor skills that can be um, you know, tapped on, which are, uh, say, somebody with a disability, who you could target and actually Retrigger back certain skills and um, you know uh, movements that they can you know bring back, and that's where we've seen major breakthroughs by Elon Musk's company over the last few years that has done a lot, a lot of research called Neuralink, and they had the three little pigs a few months ago as their demos for uh, showcasing this whole space as they have a you know a robotically well not a, a deep surg surgery but a, just pretty much on your skull a thousand fibers, a hundred the size of the human hair, which is implants for measuring your brain waves and also then being triggering certain points in your brain at the cranial level. So we're really talking about um, true magic happening with these advanced technologies around the corner. So one of the products which is already in the market in this space uh, using TDCS, which is transcranial direct current stimulation is called Halo and Halo Neuroscience is basically the folks who build this device, the Halo 2 product. And what we've got here is the Halo 2 um, with the electrodes at the top, which you put on your on your head, uh, you sort of wet them a little bit, and you've got a low current going through you to enable you to improve your hyperplasticity um, and regain back certain skills. You know, it's really enabling um, through that low current and using that technology 
to uh, help you learn faster. And it's been used a lot in sports, really, in that space to regain back certain skills and learning new behaviors and skills much faster in, in this area. And coming to the towards the end of some of my uh, variables that I wanted to highlight, and here's something a very meaningful sort of technology called HeartMath, which has had some amazing research for the last uh, two and a half decades from the HeartMath Institute up in um, uh, uh, you know in Southern California. And what they've got is um, a measurement of heart rate variability. It's really looking at your brain heart coherence stage, and really looking at stress and building resilience and being able to look at using breathing techniques and using the right means to look at that coherence to get you to that uh, stage where you can really resonate with the earth's rhythm and frequency which is what the human body uh, and when you're in coherence you actually resonate at that same frequency as the earth's magnetic field so um, heart math has been doing some phenomenal work with uh, global consciousness and global um, level of uh, coherence so they've got an app which is for over sixty thousand people that Sort of come in and look at this global coherence stage. Um, it's really about tapping um, that deeper conscious level to help you find that harmony and that equilibrium, as you call it, uh, much faster. And uh, it's something taking that a little further, as I call it. Uh, you know, it's connecting heart to heart, as you and I have done very much. The, you know, traditionally the corporates talk about B 2 B or B 2 C, and I say it's really about heart to heart. In fact, the Apple Watch does enable you to share heartbeat. So we've got a literal translation of that. <laughs> with, uh, with somebody. And then we've got some great uh, the Wellify, which are a health map looking at a holistic approach. So various platforms which are out there, which are looking at a, a approach using wearables, using the frameworks to enable you. And then share is another great one with um, precision health, being able to customize through a virtual coaching and an assistant um, means to provide digital health. Another great pseudo variable is really um, Tech Gym, who we'll be featuring again. We had them at the uh, Singularity U Summit. Been very fortunate to work closely with them on uh, some modern ideas. And we're looking at rehab, uh, gamified, and really helping them you know, take that to the next level with, um, with a robotic arm in this case. So the future is really way too able. And, uh, I wanted to sort of uh, end there with um, with, with this um, final thing. Lawrence. Wow, Anaraj, there's a okay. lot there. Lots yes, of tools, I... lots of technology. So let's, uh, I know you've got, um, in the time we have left, you've got some that you'd like to demo, but maybe we, before we do that, we should just take a breath because there's yep. a, a hell of a lot of different tools and different technologies. And, you know, you spoke about a lot of different concepts. Um, can, can I ask, I mean, given we're, we're focused very much on wellness, and I guess there's always that, um, that balance between, um, using technology to enhance but also there's going to be a there's going to be a um, a double-edged sword and um, what's your view on, on some of the ethical and um, the ethical things so when i look at some of those cars and measuring all your data and having that complete um insight into how you're thinking your feelings your, you know it sounds very utopian in some ways but it also sounds you know uh 
frightening because if that data got in the wrong hands, then um, you know we could be uh, we could be um, manipulated in different ways. I'd love your view as someone who um, you know who's all across all of these different technologies and at the cutting edge. What's your view on the ethical uh, side of the um, of the um, smart wearable um, marketplace? Yeah, I mean that's a great point, Lawrence. I think I uh, also adhere very much with um, uh, a careful approach to seeing that okay, how much where the data is going, and the right opt-in sort of elements of what you subscribe to, and where how the data can be utilized, and and certainly that you really own the data because it is your biometric information, it's your uh, private sort of information which really needs to be given by you, the, the power needs to very much reside with the individual in, in where they can allow it to be used and how the, the deeper connections and connecting all those dots. Because as we've seen with social media, you know, it can easily go out of hand. And yeah, you're right. If it certainly, uh, you know, gets out of control, it can be used quite, um, uh, you know, incorrectly mm. and bring about a, a flip that utopia to a dystopia. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I very much, uh, you know, at myself, I do take detoxes from every technology myself. And I, even though I'm immersed with it, there are times where I say, okay, that's enough mm. of that. And you, uh, you, you want to quantify yourself at various moments, but there are times where you just entirely want to take off everything. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I sort of sit on both the areas and say, okay, you immerse yourself, but then you want to be in full control of yes. when you want to switch off entirely. But I think that's where I talk also about uh, the quest that I've been on on this search for something called the bliss mode, where technology is continuously enhancing you. And it's very much along the lines of what we've been philosophizing in the white mirror mindset <laughs> and that whole yes. topic, which is another big area we can talk another about. Another big area yeah, that we can data. cover. Yeah. Okay, so it's being aware of where the data is going, yeah. being, being clear. Um, what what you're giving in terms of in terms of getting that uh, getting that value yeah maybe we ask a, a a slightly different question now around at the individual level so if you're interested in in getting some of those insights at a personal level where would you start because it's such a big range of different tools and what would be the starting point is again because a lot of people have the apple watch a lot of people have the aura ring now they've become very yep. um, very mainstream some of the other things that you showed the blue light the um the um um the the brain waves monitoring yeah. you know some of those things are very uh, very interesting certainly would, would yeah. provide self-knowledge self-awareness for people how how do people get hold of those is there a, a sequence that you would uh, that you would uh, recommend um you know how would um, how would you um, how would you start on that journey sure so i think uh, most people have probably already taken a plunge with simple fitness uh, you know wristbands or uh, you know uh, types of variables which which has been risk one essentially and i think there are many people who are obviously trying smart watches and apple watch is the most sold watch ever as we know so uh, apple of course has evolved their ecosystem very rapidly and they had the series six launch last year with their fitness and they've actually created a much deeper wellness ecosystem with uh, people from the industry who sort of joined on board and providing fitness class and regimes and integrated that very much in Apple health uh, platforms. So I would say it's depending on whatever device that people choose, go deeper into that ecosystem of fitness and their version. If you've got the Android you know, ecosystem that you subscribe to or if it's the Apple um, you know, oriented um, OS 
uh, iOS oriented devices. So you've got every camp has got, um, you know, different devices and a plethora of technologies within there. Apple, of course, has a, a lot more close knit approach there with their own branded and very carefully sort of curated areas. So it really depends. And I think uh, you could start with simple response variables. You could explore areas like um, uh, some of these technologies that, again, it really depends on what you want to target and what you, uh, mm. you know, if somebody is finding sleep as one of their key issues they want to look at, then address, look at maybe EEG one or aura ring for that matter. It could mm. be investment and that will help you. And then really use that to a deeper level with the app and look at those analytics but it's really about wearing it consistently and having a prolonged time frame. Like yourself, you're wearing the first week, you know, product. Mm. And, um, you know, I've been wearing various different ones like the light band and so forth and looked at my heart health and my heart rate variability, for example. So I keep cycling through different ones, but, you know, more consistently, I've been earlier wearing the Apple Watch and been looking at analytics from there, for example. Mm. That's so, good. Yeah. It's, okay. So, so start with the area that you want to focus on. So if it's movement or sleep, nutrition, I was very interested in the, um, in the, uh, the tool that you showed that how, because we've talked a lot about uh, yes. self-knowledge, quantified self, etc. But then you, the, right. the, 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 um, uh, the, the tool you showed around food helps you understand the freshness of, um, of, uh, of food, which yeah. I thought was very interesting. Maybe we could have right. a, a closer look at that one. For sure. Yeah. So the SPIO, you know, which is, Again, uh, such a great device. It's, it's a handheld, um, you know, product here with the near infrared technology, and it's giving you a fairly accurate means of measuring the food content, the the freshness, and and giving you. So let me see if I can demo that. Um, can we either take a little pause because what I'm going to try and do is connect my phone and show my live screen to you on through Zoom. So okay, you know, all right, let's take a, a, a pause. Yeah, and, we'll and let me just get over right. So uh, what we've got here, Lawrence, is the uh, Steel product. And I've just opened my app, which is for the uh, consumer physics device, which was okay. this one I was talking about to measure your um, nutritional content. Mm -hmm. And what I'm going to be doing is I've got an, an, a real apple here. <laughs> uh, okay. See, and I'm going to try and get, I've got a good fruits and veggies. And then okay. I'm just going to go and point the device to the Apple. And we should be seeing a scan happening in real time, which is right there. I see it. Oh, wow. Hopefully, there we go. So this very Apple has got 50% carbs and 65 grams of calories and uh, 83 grams of water content. And you see a spectral fingerprint there. So, um, you know, it's interesting. a whole wow. bunch of interesting yeah. things you could look from there. Yeah. Are there any, are there any just on the Apple, are there any other details like that? Would that give you any indication of, um, I don't know, the freshness or the, um, or the sugar content, or is that within the carbs? Yeah, I think it, it, you know, from that you can decipher. And actually there's another layer down, which I need to enable. I haven't got that here, Okay. but um, because this was just more a demo version at the moment, got it's it. a preview version. Okay, you but you, you've got more micro detail available, that's cool. But yes, there's a little bit more, yes. Like body fat also is another one you could uh, you could look at. Um, and then it can do a little bit more deeper analysis of your visceral fat and your other, other, other you know, fat content for uh, different things, your know, body fat level. Okay. But then I could look at, you know, for dairy and other, uh, other products also, uh, which we can demonstrate. 
I mean, I could go quickly grab a cheese and, and yeah. try that out on a piece of dairy if you want. <laughs> no, don't worry, don't but worry. That's fine. Uh, yeah, but I think we, we, we get the concept. To, 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 so, so any food you yeah. can you can scan it and it will give you that nutritional information. Correct. So, yeah. uh, like that's a banana, ahead. you know, which I've done earlier, and you can actually see the, the different you know frames of you know waveforms there of the spectral fingerprint from my phone that I'd done a while ago. So um, you know you could actually then yeah, it's a matter of it's interesting yeah. analyzing it and then. Mm. Uh, how um, and, and uh, sort of, that's where the app is still evolving. You know, they've got interesting, yeah, and that's available in Australia. Uh, this device is available online, actually, not so much through a local outlet. Okay, it's but, more you've got to order it online through and it's, you uh, download it. the website. Yeah, it. okay, it cool. might be available. I haven't really seen it readily available. Yet. Okay, it did it did feature in the news last year, but I'd, you know, mm. I'd be, uh, seeing it by surprise on the being talked about quite a bit so yeah that's awesome and then the next one for a demo is heart math in a balance which is what i'm wearing here right now so i've got that clip to my ear all right we can see here in fact let me check if it's connected and it's the device sitting right here which is so it's just calibrating right now okay and as i kind of go through um these are some previous sessions I've done on it earlier. You can have uh, different guides in the heart cloud. I've got different, yeah, so this is more like my breathing and my, as you can see, my heart rate variability, which is coming up to the screen at the top um, right here. And then the moment I can sort of get my breathing right, you'll see that sort of line stabilize a little bit more and go above, uh, you know, stay on the higher upper end of it. But it also then pictorially sort of helps you visualize it through a, a through an image right there. Oh, wow. And I can, I can sort of see the analysis and the spectrum right okay, and the coherence happening. So the moment I'm in green, like I'm in the green stage right now, which is fairly in the coherence. Right stage, but I could easily jump to when my stress levels are rising. I could be jumping to the blue and the red uh, down there. Okay, so this is giving you feedback on your stress, the stress in but your body, yeah. how you're and feeling. It's the brain heart coherence through the heart rate variability, essentially mm. that parameter in heart math in a balance, which is the uh, and the heart math has a range of other very professional devices called the M wave and wave two and so forth which have been very profound with their findings and their scientific sort of research. And they've imbibed a lot of those elements into this consumer or consumer device. Um, and yeah, so it's really a matter of analyzing it over time and then being able to see and then you know, looking at your breathing. You know, we talk about the... Um, aspect of breathing. And I think the vagal nerve is, is the white mirror uh, discussion recently. Um, it's really something you can tap because it talks to the vagal nerve being the, the, the key. Asymptomatics of, uh, or the part of the asymptomatic nervous system, it's talking to every coherent stage. And once you can bring your breathing and your heart rate and everything all in harmony, you can achieve that stage uh, much faster if you're doing. That's amazing. That's it's really, really, really good. Really tapping your wake up nerve. Mm. Something I'd done earlier was actually splash cold water on my face. 
to trigger my vagal nerve. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And the other, of course, means is to use meditation and, and mindfulness practices, like, and then being able to use quantifying uh, the biofeedback from that using tools like this, mm. um, as we see. So, uh, yeah, that's the HeartMath device right there. That's wonderful. We're, we're almost out of time, Anna, right? So I don't need you. We're almost out of time, Anna. Yes, right? I, I realize. I think that. I think let's. Maybe what I'll just show you the smartwatch, if you want, just the last, okay. uh, which is the uh, light band, which I'm holding right here, and I can actually look at blood pressure or the ECG, live ECG on the watch. Right. I can um, look at heart rate variability, my mood levels, as you can see, mm. and then um, the next one is my stress levels. Okay. And then I can also look at my breathing, uh, how many breaths per minute. Wow. And then finally, I can look at my heart age. Interesting. Uh, heart you know, age, wow, yeah. So how, how, accurate, is so, that? how yeah. accurate is that as a watch so, wearing, it, wearing it on your wrist? Like blood pressure, you normally have the band around your arm. So being able yeah. to measure it, is that, is, has, I'm sure they've done tests to, uh, uh, to see right. the accuracy versus uh, more traditional methods. Uh, for sure, yeah. I mean, it, it is, uh, of course, a certain level of accuracy. I wouldn't say it's that uh, fully on par at the moment in certain cases, like this being a prototype, uh, you know, is still uh, close enough, but I wouldn't, uh, you know, just rely on it purely. But others yeah. like Omron and others which have smart watches, they've certainly done very rigorous testing with um, using PPG, which is using similar sort of means to measure your, uh, you know, blood pressure on the wrist. So I think there's there's a lot of work happening. Mm, I must get one of those. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to try one of those actually. Where, sure. It would be interesting. <laughs> Um, cool. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it all up there. Thank you so much, Anuraj, for spending time. My head is uh, uh, spinning. So let let people know where can we find uh, where can we find out more about you and your work and um, and the devices and um, and uh, uh, to um, you know to to follow up and understand more about those uh, those devices as part of uh, as part of our own research. Sure. So I think I'm happy to connect with people on LinkedIn, uh, where I've actually published a few articles. And then again, I think through Singularity U faculty, that's, uh, and of course, through the great newsletter that you've published, I've got that article in Equilibrium, as you know, which is um, really looking at smart variables. And we'll uh, definitely look at doing a revision through of that soon with uh, some new upcoming devices. And and update that so yeah it's that's cool so the number of different places all right that's wonderful always good to see you anaraj thank you so much for your time and thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next time thank you cheers okay bye-bye